Are you ready to build your business while honoring your introverted entrepreneur heart? I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success and the Shy Girl. We work with female introverted entrepreneurs to help them ignite their path to success while protecting their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Welcome to the podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Success and the Shy Girl podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Jen. And today we are talking about the five things that you should be doing, but probably aren't, that are likely or could be impacting your bottom line. Big Uh topic. Yeah. Nobody wants their bottom line impacted badly. Right. No. We yes. Want our bottom let's line be. raised. Let's let's, uh, let's raise those bottom lines today, shall we? That's right. What can we do, and what can we stop doing? Because like, we don't want to be wasting our time on things that aren't going to be pushing us forward. So, what right. can we do? Right. 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 All right. Okay. Start us off here. All right. The first thing that you may not be doing uh, and should be doing is having a defined brand so that you're showing up consistently across social media and all your customer interactions. Big, huge topic. Mm-hmm. Lots to dive into here. Yes. So, so what is a brand? Really, a brand boils down to what your customers say about your company or your, or your, uh, your business and the emotions that they attach to that. I need to be very clear here. Visual identity, visual brand identity is part of your brand, but it is not your entire brand. Right. Yes. I think that people often just think about colors and stuff, which is important. It is. And we're going to get to that. We're going to, there's a, there's a, we're a little spoiler alert. We're going to talk about your visual identity in a little bit, but anyway, back to your, back to actually what your, your brand is right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now, if you are an independent entrepreneur and you probably are because you're either uh, looking to start a business or you're early on in your business, those are our clients and those are the people that we work with and, and the businesses that we see. So having a cohesive or defined brand is incredibly important. So what does what kind of things does having a defined brand look like, Lisa? What kind of things would you uh, say are important to have defined? Well, definitely you want to have a, a defined niche. Narrow down who your niche is, the target um, of clients and customers yes. that you're looking to connect with. But we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit. Oh, okay. you like you you jumped ahead on I me, girl. I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. She's like she's she's ready to go here. No, I'm thinking more things like having a solid mission and a solid understanding. Oh yes, of who, who what your business is. Um, your core values, yes. your mission statement, um, who you are, who your business is. Mm-hmm. Yes. What your what's your value proposition? So what sets you apart from the other people that are in the same field as you? Like what is what what sets you apart from those people? What makes you different? That's that's your brand. The brand is associated. If you think about it this way, your brand is the emotion that your customers and clients associate with um doing business with you. Right. That didn't really make Um, sense, but I think you get my gist. Yes. So uh, yeah, (laughs) 
<laughs> Why are people going to want to come to you? What feeling that's right. do you need them? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's a better way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So having a very well-defined brand. Now, <clears throat> another spoiler alert coming up here. We are about to launch a brand clarity boot camp. It is a free five-day workshop where we're actually going to walk you through defining your your brand and getting you clear on. <clears throat> things like your mission and your values, uh, who you serve, all sorts of goodies in there. So we will drop a link to get on the wait list for that. And that is going to start sometime in April. We'll announce the date as we get a little bit closer. But keep an eye out for that because as we said, this is the number one thing that could be hurting your bottom line is if you are showing up in any or all of your customer inter interactions without a consistent and defined brand. All right. No, number two, you could say it now, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, and along with that, um, narrowing down your niche, of course, yes. is um, who are you trying to reach with, with, uh, with, with your, your offer and your message and your content and your products? Yeah. So this is one that people will sometimes think, you know what, but I want to help everybody. Well, you, you can't help everybody. Right. And it's, it's nice to want to though. Yes. It is nice you to want to start. You've got to start somewhere. But if you talk to it, but here's the thing, if you're talking to everybody, if you're trying to sell to everybody, you're going to end up talking to nobody and you're going to end up selling to nobody. Right. Or, or you're going to be very tired. <laughs> well, yeah, there is exhausting. That. There is that cater to all these different people and all their different right. needs. If you can, if you can narrow it down, that's going to save you time and energy. Yeah. And when we talk about narrowing down your niche, we're talking about looking at things like, are you serving women or men? Are you serving other businesses? Are you serving cons uh, consumers? Yeah. Aged, aged, Bracket. Yeah. So um, all their demographics, age, um, what they do for a living, their annual income, things like that. So some of this you might not know, and some of it might may be irrelevant. And if that's the case, then that's the case. And you can, you know, sort of skip over those, but it also includes things about things like their wants and their desires and their struggles. Those are things that people sometimes forget about when they're trying to narrow down their niche and figure out who their customer actually is, who they're trying to serve. So as you're narrowing down your niche, the narrower the better, because if you have a very small audience of highly engaged customers, your business is going to thrive so much more than a massive following where nobody has anything invested in the content and the products that you're sharing. All right. Number two, you got, there we go. We're through it now. Um, <laughs> all right. Number three, Lisa, you can share this one as well. Um, okay. This is all about um, um, having a content plan where you're mm -hmm. posting with intent. Yes. As opposed to random squirrels. <laughs> yeah. As we say with our squirrel, squirrel brain. Um, have a very, uh, like if you can set out um, a plan so that you're taking people, uh, uh, you know, through a journey of, um, mm -hmm. of your message. Yeah. People know what to expect. Um, 
Yes. And you're adding value. You want, you want to add that, some Okay. Value. So that's, you've like totally nailed the, the nail on the head. Um, what it is, is you need to be adding value to your niche's life, to their business, to whatever it is, you know, whatever service or product that you're providing. So if you're posting randomly willy nilly, and of course, you know, some like fluff posts are totally normal and are great for particularly on social media, social media engagement, but every post that you make should have intent behind it. Every post that you make should have some sort of goal. And if that goal is just to increase engagement, that's fine. But not all of your posts can be just to increase engagement. You want to be getting feedback from your customers. You want to do a little bit of market research with some of the stuff. And if you follow us on Facebook, you'll uh, see how we do that. And you can, you can sort of, you know, get, grab a few clues from that. And if you're not following us on Facebook, head over there, like our page. Uh, we have lots of people that like to, to hang in the wings and, and watch, and that's totally fine. We get it. We're introverts as well. But uh, if you want a sense of, of how to actually target content and, and uh, see how content is posted to, to gather market research, things like that, yeah, join us over there and you can, uh, and we'll share, we'll share what we do over there with you. You can see how that works. So value um, as well. It, it's not just only giving people information and telling right. them what to do. It, it can be um, a smile, make them smile while they're scrolling. Yes. Um, but still in relation to what you do. Yeah. And um, it can also be, um, you know, helping people not feel alone, like give something yes. that's relatable. Yeah. Helping to validate what their experience is, like whatever, whatever problem that your service or product solves, like, you know, share stories around things, how this has helped you or, or, you know what, like make, let people be seen. That is so important because it's so easy to feel alone when you're an entrepreneur, particularly an introverted entrepreneur who don't always have a solid community to network with. Um, to, like to, like for us, like letting our clients know that we see them and that we understand what their struggles are. You can do the same with your audience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause people do, do feel alone if they haven't had a chance to, um, maybe talk with, you know, if you haven't met someone that you've, t you can talk to about stuff, it sometimes is helpful to post something, um, about your struggles or about your business that yeah. people can relate to and see that it's not just them. Cause no, yeah. no one's going through something alone, but often people feel that they are. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And just like a, on a quick little like aside about um, opening up and being vulnerable with your, your audience, that doesn't mean that you need to share everything about your life. You can still have a private life, but you do need some level of vulnerability and opening up in order to connect with your, your clients and your customers because they do want that connection because people are going to buy based on how you make them feel. Yes. Right. For sure. So we yeah. want you to help make them feel comfortable and make them feel seen and heard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And yeah. And positive for sure. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's value. That's adding value to someone's day. 
A hundred percent it is. I agree. Yeah. All right. The fourth thing that you probably should be doing, so you may actually be doing this, but uh, more often than not, this is something that people can struggle with. It's something that we've seen people struggle with is having a cohesive visual identity. So this, how we talked about that brand in number one, having a cohesive brand, this is a piece of that. So what that means is that you want to have consistent colors. You want to have uh, consistent fonts and image themes. Um, we work exclusively from templates. So that every piece of, every image that we put out that we've created, whether it's a quote post or it's uh, like a, a, you know, engagement post or we're asking a question, if there's a graphic associated with it, it has our brand colors and it has our brand fonts and it is, um, it uses images that have a similar sort of feel and theme, very light, feminine, fun. Um, not, we don't use a lot of dark. Uh, sometimes we do if we want a bit of contrast, but there's, a, there's, there's always a reason that we've, we've done that. Um, so sometimes, and you can, you can break the rules a little bit, but it's, it's generally best to stick with some fairly cohesive um, colors and if you do not have a consistent set of brand colors or a logo or anything it's okay you you can figure that out one of our favorite resources is totally free to use we use uh the pro version of it but you can sign up for free use it for free uh is canva it's awesome they've got some beautiful ready-made templates ready to go if it's not in your budget to hire a graphic designer right away and that's what I have to say about that. Yes. Well, I, I will just add in that you, what you, well, I mean, what our goal is, we would like people to see a success in the Shy Girl um, post or item and not have to read it to know it's us. That's right. Yeah. It's almost like, like when you see a major, say, a soft drink company um, logo or thing, you don't even have to read what it says. You know that it's them. Yeah. So you kind of want to have that recognizability so that over time when people see, uh, like I follow a few people where, um, you know, they're very consistent with their brown and before I've even read through what they have to say, I know it's them. Yes. I don't have to read the label. I know it's them. Oh, and I want to read it because I know every time um, I see those colors and I see that font and I see that thing coming up, I know I'm going to feel like positive or get, yeah. get a neat idea. And so you, you want people to recognize you without having to read that it's you. Yes. In yeah. the I, I, you know what, you make a really good point. So it's, <laughs> so I've, I already said, we're, we, we've, I've invited you to check out our Facebook page. I'm going to send you to over to look at our Instagram page, because if you scroll back to the very beginning, we've been through a couple different like visual identities and none of them were cohesive at the start. If you look at the last, I would say, few months particularly, we've got a very uh, solid um, color scheme and 
and uh, like it looks like it makes sense. Like, but that's the thing too. Be, don't be afraid to experiment. Yes. You know, don't yeah. don't let that hold you back. That oh, I don't know if it's cohesive. Just throw stuff out there, and you will start to feel yeah. like this one. This you, as you right. get consistent, you'll you, you'll know which ones feel right, and it's okay to put stuff out that. Like, like you just said, Jen, that maybe at the beginning you're, you're still experimenting, just do it. Like this yes. is like taking yeah. those action steps, yeah. Yeah. inspired action, yeah. right? You got to so just do it. Yeah. Before it you again, you, again, you make a great point. Like, yeah, you, you have to start doing things and seeing what works. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and you'll get feedback and all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you are looking to up your bottom line, having a, a cohesive visual identity uh, is, uh, is, a, is a piece of that. And it will help because it does improve brand recognition like you've mentioned, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even like say a huge company like, um, like McDonald's, you can just see the golden arches on something. It doesn't have to say McDonald's. It doesn't even have to be on red. If you see that, just the way that font is for the golden arches, you immediately know that that's McDonald's, right? Yes. So that, well, I mean, that's a pretty hardcore example, but yeah. <laughs> you kind of want to have that so that people know what it is before without having to. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Perfect. All right. And with that, we are on to number five, which is, I'm going to let you do the honors here, Lisa. All right. I hope I wrote it down right. It's <laughs> when you're, um, you're messaging, um, you're selling a transformation not a product as opposed to a specific product yes yeah um what can this do people don't just want a list they want to have what how is this going to change my life how is yes. this going to make things easier for me why do i want that mhm mhm Oh, More yeah. than just like plain facts, like it has a nice button, like you want it. And well, why is that helpful? You yeah. know, so, you're... Mm-hmm. so we're going to, I'm going to give you a little bit of example. So, so uh, mm-hmm. it, if you've been listening a while, we've got a day planner out. It's beautiful. Links in the show notes. Check it out. If you haven't had a look at it, there's a digital version awesome. as well. It's beautiful. It's designed for introverted entrepreneurs. It's great. Okay. Enough tooting our own heart. <laughs> but the transformation would be. The transformation would be. That's right. With the item is that it makes your day yeah. easier. <laughs> yeah. You can look at, if you actually go look at the sales copy, uh, you'll see what we mean about talking about the transformation and selling the transformation and not necessarily the product or service that you're, you've got up for offer. So True story. We uh, had some sales copy up there and we just weren't gaining traction on sales for our day planner. So we made some tweaks that really highlighted what the planner will do for introverted entrepreneurs. No lie. 20 minutes later, we had a sale. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was exciting. I think I was like dancing around with a cup of coffee in my hand, but it was, it was truly an example for us to, to take back and like a lesson for us to learn that you need to lead with the transformation for your audience and not specifically the product. Right. Because say using that as an example, 
what's different between that day planner and other day planners? Mm-hmm. Why is this a success planner? What is what are these pages going to walk you through that aren't in just a regular agenda? Right. right. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of awesome work pages in there that you can then take that and put it right into your um, your life, basically. And that's going to the transformation is going to be way different than if you're just staring at blank pages saying, well, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to do this. And then at 11, I'm going to do that. Yeah. It's, this makes everything very intentional. And that's the transformation as opposed to just yeah. saying we've got this thing. Yeah. Like grab, grab, grab our pretty day planner. No, it really is. It it takes the overwhelm out of your day. Although it is pretty. It is pretty. It is beautiful. I'm I'm like, I'm I'm a little biased. I designed it and you know, like designer bias, but I, yeah, it, um, it really, that that's the transformation, right? instead of, instead of this, Oh, here we have a day planner for introverts. It became this day planner will help take the overwhelm out of your day. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? Everybody would want, should want to have a little less overwhelm in their day. Right. I've tried to get rid of some of my kids to do that, but you know, that they just keep hanging around. Yeah. So your messaging really does want to be like, how is your um, service or your product going to change that person's day? Yeah. Yeah. What is their point A? What is their point B and how does your product get them from point A to point B? Mm-hmm. Whatever your point A and point B can be whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. Easily to, yeah. People, people want something that's going to be simple yes. and transformative. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 All right. And- so that's, that's what's on my list unless you have something else written down, but I think we had the same list. So yeah. Yeah. And then- <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're looking for inspiration, just, you know, check out all your favorite, like what are the, what are the brands that you love and um, break down, like, I mean, again, ask all the whys, why do you like that? Why is it, um, why are you drawn to that? What part of it? Was it the colors? Is it the movement? Is it, and then you can start to see what you're drawn to. Yeah. Um, and also think about when you when you're doing that when you're looking at your favorite brands how do those brands make you feel like what words would you associate with those brands are those words that you would want associated with your brand these are things that you need to start thinking about if, right true because uh, they may not be yeah you may no, they like might it but be. maybe it's not for your brand that's right true but um but yeah, just just to do yeah, that little. You're gonna you're gonna see some like themes sort of start to emerge when you're looking at very specific brands, right? Um, mm. Like Apple, I would say innovative, right? Like that's that's how they've branded, and that's how I associate, you know, Apple products. Like that's the word I would associate them with, and and almost luxury too. Like I love my I'm I'm an Apple girl myself. Um, because they've done such a good job branding that they've made a very loyal customer of me. So that's, that's what good branding does. They make, they give you loyal customers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what to expect. Yeah. All right. So that's your homework for today, everyone. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So I'm just going to really quickly recap. If you've been taking notes and you want the list again, I'm going to give it to you here. Good idea. Number one is having a defined brand and uh, a cohesive brand. 
But really the more important piece of that is making sure that it's defined and you know what your brand is. Secondly is narrowing your niche. So getting to know your target audience, your, your, your target uh, client, who, who do you want to be serving? right? Do some, do some research, figure out who that person is and uh, look at their demographics. And then you can start talking to that person. Give that person a name if that works for you. Our, our girl has a name. We're not going to share what it is just in case somebody with that name is listening, but we have, we like, we know exactly who our, our girl is. So spoiler alert, it's a woman. Uh, if you hadn't figured that out already. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the no, more detail, the better. That's right. The, the, the narrower the niche, the better your bottom line can get. Number three is having a content plan and posting with intent. So every post that you make should have some sort of goal, whether it is engagement, whether it is just for fun, or you want to um, help, you know, somebody be seen or heard. There's lots of different uh, ways. If you want more, reach out to us. We can give you a couple of tips on that. Uh, number four, having a cohesive visual identity. You might need to play around with this a little bit if you don't have a, a, a good graphic designer. Um, but, you know, take a look around, see what feels right for you. Uh, I'm going to pop the link to Canva down below in the show notes as well. Uh, if you want to check it out, if you are not already using that resource, um, it is great if you do not have it in the budget to work with a designer yet. We, you know, we always love to support our graphic designer friends, but it is not in everybody's budget right away. So we, we do recognize that. So we want to share this free resource with you. And number five, sell the transformation and not your product or service. Because people are going to buy a transformation, they don't want to be sold a product or service. That's it. Great. All, All right. So we will talk to you next week. And until then, have a wonderful day. And make sure that you reach out to us if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, feedback. Oh, great. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you could leave us a review so that we can grow our audience and reach as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. If you've enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot, hop over to Instagram and share it in your stories and make sure that you tag us at Success in the Shy Girl. As always, wishing you abundance and success.